he gets rid of it quickly. Catch! Julian Edelman! Off to the races! Julian Edelman! Goodbye, Edelman! Touchdown, New England! From the two, first and goal. Running it for the touchdown! Sony Michelle! The dynasty continues. Hello and welcome back to the Paid Trips Podcast UK. Um, I'm Dave, uh, I'm your host, and with me today I've got Phil Loins. Hi, hi Phil, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Good. Yeah. Always uh, good to be doing this after a win, you know, getting used to that. When I started this season. So. I know, I can't remember the last time we lost, to be honest. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be one soon, but um... hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. With the with the Giants up next, I'm uh, I'm terrified. I know they're rubbish, but they're a boogie team. So yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a worrying one. No matter who's playing or how anyone's playing, the Giants are always a worry, aren't they? Oh uh, yeah. Well, so coming up today, we've got um, we're going to look back at the Patriots versus Redskins. Red, sorry, Patriots versus Redskins. Then we're going to have some of your questions, and then we're going to look at that Giants game. So. Well, first off, um, how about you, Phil? How how do you become a Patriots fan of that sort of thing? Well, well, it was a, it was a weird one, really. I mean, I used to play rugby, and my cousins were mad into the NFL, and they said, "Oh, you should come and watch a game." I said, "No, I'm all right, thanks." <laughs> they said, "Oh, you should come at least watch the Super Bowl. It's a cultural experience." I said, "I'm not watching a game at one o'clock in the morning. That I think's useless." Um, but they said, "Oh, come on, it'd be good with food." So my cousin was married to an American girl, and he uh, she she was from Indianapolis. And so they were big Colts fans, and so they're all hating on the Patriots. So I figured if I'm the only person in the room who's not either a Seahawks fan or a, uh, a Colts fan hating on the Patriots, I may as well support the other team. So I said, oh, I'll support those guys in white then, <laughs> just to balance it out. And uh, and in the third uh, third quarter, when they were losing, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw it all on the line here. I said, all right, if that guy throwing that ball uh, wins this game, I'm going to buy his jersey. And I only found out afterwards that that was Tom Brady, and that was a pretty pretty good bet. So I ended up spending hundred quid on four o'clock on a on a Monday morning, and not looked back since. Oh, see, that's worked out well for you that one. Yeah, everybody thinks I'm a glory sporter, but it was a total fluke that I ended up picking the right team. And then 2016, I spent a lot of time in Boston um, for work, and so that just kind of solidified it all for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I think uh, everyone thinks whenever you're a Patriots fan is glory hunting but no bet when i got into patriots we, were, we weren't very good so it was uh <laughs> yeah but you know no one, no well, one was, believes I, that do they <laughs> i was i was none the wiser i'm just yeah. really lucky <laughs> yeah. no no one ever believes it was just a lucky gamble though do they <laughs> not really no well we might as well get on to last night's win um yeah it was a, a weird game first half was a bit of a struggle but touch and go yeah and then second half it really turned around but I mean, once well I start on that first half, what 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 were you thinking at half time? Because there was a couple of really bad throws in there from Brady. Well, my my thoughts were, 
initially, oh my goodness, how did we let that touchdown go? But it, I think it, looking back now, it was just uh, a lapse of judgment and it was just a fluke from the Redskins. But because yeah. the rest of the game, I mean, the pass, pass defense was amazing and then the rush defense for the rest of the game was amazing. I just, my main concern was that offensive line. Because Brady, I think the reason he was making those dodgy throws was because he was thinking, I'm not getting sacked 17 times at the age of 42. So I'm just going to get this ball out of my hand. And uh, I just, yeah, his offensive line was just not giving him what he needed in the first half. Yeah, that that bad one right at the end of the uh, first half, was a couple of minutes ago where he threw a pick uh, in the red zone. That was just because he was under pressure, wasn't he? He just sort of lobbed it up. It was a really bad decision, but... You you could tell he... It was just the pressure of the previous sacks. He's thinking, no, I'm not having any more of these. I've just got to get it out of my hand. And then he just wasn't looking, and it was in the air way too long, and all the, all the stars aligned for that pick to happen. Yeah, it was a, it was a stupid one, but I, I'm never too concerned with these throws. Like, I, I think if you look back to this time last year, I think he was probably playing worse. There was probably more more concerns about him then than, than there is now. But you know, I always trust him to get it right. Same with the offensive line, really. You, you always feel like they will get it right uh, come the end of the season, don't you? And luckily, I think in the second half, they must have had a talking to from Skarnak here and he said, listen, you know, if you don't want to get sacked next week, you better start doing what I tell you. And they seem to kind of get their act together the second half. But you just worry, if we didn't have this defence um, making it so that it was basically down to whether or not we score any points, uh, I would have been a lot more worried. Yeah, yeah, I think it gives you that sort of bit of a security blanket, I guess, to that defence, isn't it? That even if the offence is off, it's not really going to be, you're never going to be out of the game. No, exactly. Well, might as well talk about that defence then. They were great again, weren't they? There was an early mistake that you've already mentioned, but after that there were six sacks, an interception and a forced fumble that I think Jamie Collins picked up. But they're and they're giving like, themselves the, the name the Boogeyman now, haven't they? Yeah. So. Uh, some think... of these names are always a bit weird, but then eventually you just get <laughs> used to them, don't you? <laughs> I think... Uh, I'm, I'm really surprised by the, the defence, actually. I know that I mean they did a, a good job in the Super Bowl, but... If if all's being honest, I mean, I don't think they were that good, the uh, the Rams. But it's just the the rookies coming in, I'm really surprised at. I'm not surprised at Collins. I'm not surprised at, at Hightower. I'm not surprised at Van Noy. But I'm surprised by these rookies coming in doing a job. Yeah, it's, it's such doing a bonus really getting them in, isn't it? And I mean, I think it allows some of these older players to take a few snaps off and keep them fresh as well. Yeah, exactly. Just bring him on and make an impact. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, like uh, Bennett. Bennett didn't. Bennett's not been doing much, but when he comes on and he gets a sack, you know, that kind of says it all. Yeah, he, he plays like fifteen, twenty snaps a game or something, but they can, don't they? That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a such a well-built defense, and I can't really see it going wrong without any sort of big injuries happening or something. But yeah, anyway. touch wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the amount of injuries we've got on offense at the minute. It's uh yeah, I guess it's the best time of the year to have them, isn't it? If you're going to have injuries, have them now. Well, that's it. I mean, and I, I don't know if you'd count it as an injury, but everybody wanted Goskowski gone, and then as soon as he's gone, it's like it's like that girlfriend that you you wanted to break <laughs> up with, but then when you break up, you're like, oh, actually. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It was uh, well, the first uh, first extra point he had, he missed, didn't he? And then after that, it's almost like they were afraid to let him kick it because. Well, I see, yeah, they went for it on fourth and one. Yeah, and I don't think they'd be doing that if Goskowski was out there, would they? No, well, that's it. But I think, luckily, he got his act together as well. 
I think I mean I think he said it was just uh, he was a bit too robotic, a bit too bit too rusty, but when when you when all the eyes are on you and you miss your first one you think, Oh no <laughs> it's a long season to go yet. So he's been around long enough, hasn't he? Nugent that he's yeah. just there to fix it, but yeah. Yeah. It's like it... he's got got his zoning in now. Yeah. This is like everyone has kicking issues, so you know. Can't, can't well, be think... too concerned. I think we're spoiled. I think we're spoiled as Pats fans to to have Goskowski and when he misses, well, it was only last year or something he'd missed his first one in about four years, yeah. and then every then the world's falling down and the sky's falling on everybody because he's missed one. When you look at all these other teams, it, it, it's always surprised me how poor NFL kickers are. Yeah, and you just think, how are they not getting that from twenty three yards out? It feels like a position that you could just get people from anywhere, couldn't you? Some you know some people that haven't made it in. Like it's like, and yeah, it's like and da- you know, like John from down the pub thinks he could have a go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's only twenty-three yards out. Come on! I mean, it's that position that sort of everyone sitting at home thinks, yeah, I could probably do that if I was gonna <laughs> if I was gonna do play in the NFL. It's probably as a kicker. I'll say there's no running, no tackling. No. It's just you know, take a kick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can live with that. Although I think it was um, was it Mason Crosby got injured yesterday trying to make a tackle. So T- kickers just shouldn't tackle. Just stay out of it. Oh, that's it, isn't it? It's Friday Night Lights all over that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's that's sort of all the negatives done, really. I think after that, it was pretty much all positives, wasn't it? I think the big thing for me was Sony Michelle because, I mean, I've been crit- critical of him, but I mean, last night he had 91 yards, a touchdown, and actually caught a few balls. So <laughs> what, do, what do you think of him? And... Well, I saw, I saw a stat that I think the Patriots have never lost a game in which uh, Sony Michelle has scored a running touchdown. So, so I think Tom Brady was saying, you know, okay, well, that's it then. Every every game now for the first quarter, we're just going to get him to get a running touchdown. Then we're sorted. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think he's had a bad couple of games because we've had uh, fullback issues, haven't we? And yeah. it was just getting that running game going. Um, but oh, was his name Jacob Jacob Johnson? Or? Yeah, he's the um... he, t- he tackled two players in with in one go in the game yesterday. Yeah. And just put two arms up, poof, two guys down, and you just think, oh, actually, you might be all right, this guy. Yeah, I think he's the one from the like the international pathway thing or whatever it's called that where like Christian Wade and all them sort of players are going through. But that's it. But whereas Christian yeah. Wade was put on uh, the pathway program, they can't yeah. activate him this year. Belichick. Everybody thought, well, why, why are you doing that? Why are you not putting him on the pathway program? But well, it's paid off now, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think the Patriots. I think teams are moving back towards uh, fullbacks now, just throughout the league a bit more and. Yeah, the Patriots sort of do it well, don't well, they? I think anything the Patriots do, everybody goes, well, maybe it's worth a shot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think nearly all the, the best offences in the league do have a, a fullback pretty much that I can think of, you know. Like the, well, you, um... Yeah, you've got to think, how are you going to get the running game going unless you've got a huge monster of a running back? You're not you're not going to be able to plough through. You need a fullback, but I think that's where, where it's going now. You've got a lot of uh, smaller running backs in the game, a lot of fast, nippy running backs you just need that fullback to get get them through yeah definitely um well that yeah so it's really good to see him sort of get back on track but yeah i think that's gonna be really important moving forward but i mean another big thing that happened was um well through five games the patriots defense so i've got to mention this before that they are it's absolutely historic numbers they're putting up um they're the third team in history to average 30 points per game while allowing just uh, fewer than seven points per game, so, so that's through five games. The last team to do it were in 1921, so 
you know, basically <laughs> 100 years. So it is incredible what they're doing. And no matter what the competition is, that is still amazing. I think that's it. I mean, it's, it's the old phrase, isn't it? You can only play what's in front of you. But just looking at the defence, it it's not a surprise that that's the start. I mean, you look yeah. at them and, and they, they look efficient. They look fast. And they look powerful. I mean, um, Hightower, I saw somebody on Twitter refer to him as heat-seeking Hightower. He was just, he was on fire yesterday. Um, so, you know, you, you just think, yeah, you're confident. Every time we have to punt the ball, you just think, right, we'll get it back in four snaps. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's such a nice feeling to have as well, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to speak too soon because we've got the Giants, but it does yeah. feel, it, it, it does give you that bit of confidence. Even when your offense is a bit slow, you just think, all right, Find the defense going to get us back. And first couple of games of the season, they were scoring all all the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, they were putting up plenty of points. And you got what is it? Uh, at least one McCourtney twin has got a a, a a pick in the last five games. It was just one of them weird stats, but I like, I like those sort of things. <laughs> I think was it Devin got the first four, and then then <laughs> yesterday you had uh, Jason get uh, get one as well. I, I hope that continues. Yeah. Finally, uh, taking some of the responsibility of his brother. <laughs> well, there was another bit of history yesterday as well, where uh, Tom Brady overtook Brett Favre to move to third on the all-time passing list, and you know, hopefully, he should uh, move ahead of Peyton Manning on Thursday night. He only needs another seventeen yards. So, if, if he doesn't move ahead, then something disastrous has happened. <laughs> yeah, if he's not passed for seventeen yards next game, then it's it's either been a really good game for the running uh, offence so we just had a terrible day really but I, into that Sony Michelle stat yeah exactly but I think he's obviously going to pass Manning uh, in the next game or so but yeah. you've just got to think with with, uh, with Breeze out is he going to this season overtake him as well because if, if Breeze comes back you know he's going to then keep going and Brady won't be able to catch up I wouldn't have thought but this is his chance to try and get into the first place he's going to have to He's got his work cut out, but... He's two and a half thousand yards behind, roughly, at the moment, I believe. Yeah, so he's going to have to throw a hell of a lot of balls, but... I mean, we've got a question coming up, but it's about uh, when they all go run off into the sunset, but I do wonder if he'll just play an extra year, just breeze plus one is when he'll retire, just so he can try and get that record. <laughs> just so he really. can try and... That's it. He's... All he can do is try and cut down that distance between him and Breeze because it does feel like now he's just got all these uh, different records that he's I know he always says in his interviews oh it's just about the team it's not about me but you just feel like he's trying to break every single record that's in front of him and there's just a couple of guys who haven't retired yet who are still giving him problems yeah and I, I guess this record in probably 20 years like we look at it now will just look completely different I'm sure Mahomes oh, yeah. by the end of his career would have probably passed them all by and I'm sure there'd be some others come along just because you, well, you know every generation's better isn't it or passes well, well people say that but can you see Mahomes playing 20 seasons <laughs> that's true but you might only need 15 at this point yeah. well, well even then you, know, you, you, yeah. see all, you see all the amount of uh, injuries that have, quarterbacks have had this week uh, and this season Mahomes only needs and you don't wish anything on the guy but he just needs one bad tackle and he's He's uh, out of the the league, so that's the that's the thing that you know everybody's uh, praising Mahomes, but he's got to look after himself as well. I think that's the underrated thing about Brady is just how well I, I know it's talked about, but 
the second half of his career has probably been better than his, the first half was. So that doesn't happen too often, does it? Well, I say he, he keeps improving, keeps taking that time out in the off season to get what is like some throwing mechanics coach, and yeah. you just think, wow, you you just give yourself a bit of a break, wouldn't you? Being the best in the world, but he's not. He's not satisfied. Never satisfied. I guess that's why he's the best. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. That gotta love it. Well, that's. Uh, I think that's pretty much. Um... That game covered, you know. It's uh, I'm quite looking forward to this one coming off on Thursday. It 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 will never be revenge, really, will it? But you know, sort of revenge. But before we get to that, we've got a few listeners' questions. Um, first up, we got from Steve Anderson, who is at Sports Fan Steve. He says, with the unbeaten start and the offense not really firing on all cylinders, is it possible that they get it sorted and go unbeaten all season and then ride off into the sunset together? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't yeah. want to jinx it. <laughs> I mean, the first episode of this we did, um, the first guest we ever had on called sixteen and zero. So you know, somebody's already jinxed it. So it won't be your fault if it doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not, I'm not holding that one. Uh, I, I, I want to hope that we can do sixteen and zero, but I, yeah. I'm, I'm not one of these people who who needs the perfect season. I just want another Super Bowl so that we're one ahead of the Steelers. Yeah, like. That's what I prefer. Yeah, I don't think it really matters. You know, I think it matters more almost because it didn't happen in, what was it, 2007? Yeah. Yeah, it didn't happen then. I think it almost makes it more, I don't know, more desirable, I guess, because of that. But, I mean, in terms of riding off the sunset, I don't think think winning really matters that much in terms of when they retire. I just think, I think Belichick will go on a few more years after Brady anyway. But I think for Brady, as long as he thinks that he can win with the team and he's helping the team I think he'll go on I don't think it matters whether he's I don't think he's going to do a Manning and retire after winning a Super Bowl you know mm. uh, yeah I hope he doesn't yeah I hope he gets us another two <laughs> not asking too much of him <laughs> no but you know he can do you know it's not he's built up these expectations he's got to live up to them now that's it and I, I'm not ready for Stidham just yet no he's um, <laughs> I really liked the preseason, but yeah the little the little glimpses in the room this season hasn't been quite so promising, has it? No, I, I, it, it concerns me greatly. Yeah. So, I, uh, yeah, just, I think he needs a, just another season or two under his belt in uh, the practice, not in the practice squad, but on the practice field and yes. and behind Brady so that he can uh, get his confidence up. It's just that game game management, isn't it? It's not really just the skills, it's the game management. It's, the, it's that two second after the snap. What are you going to do with it? And uh, I think he could learn a lot from Brady. Yeah, I think I think there is something there, but yeah, I think I don't think I think there's a, a Brady is such a good quarterback for him to sit behind as well and learn yeah. that off. And I think Brady will be a bit more receptive to it now, as he is probably coming that bit closer to the end of a career, end of his career, perhaps more than he was uh, in Garoppolo's time. Well, that's it. I mean, look at look at Garoppolo and Brissett this week. Um, between the three of them, they're having a really good season. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's why people pay over the odds for Brady's backups. Yeah, even some of the lesser ones people have paid uh, more for, haven't they? Like Ryan Mallet and kind of things yeah. has been. But you know, well, I guess Brian Hoyer over the years he was. Uh, yeah. Going back, but yeah, ship him out every now and again. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good, a good place to sit and learn, and yeah, it's uh, proved to be a good place for quarterbacks, but. Well, we've got one more question. It's from uh, Ryan, uh, at UK Ryan, sorry, who is a, a Colts fan. And he just says, when will it oh, end? No. <laughs> when will it end? What, the Colts? 
the well, Colts team. I think I, they're doing I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he talks, he's talking about just the Patriots in general, but I uh, I don't think it will. No, I'm I'm going to put my put my name on the, on this one and say I don't think it will end. Whatever. I, no, I honestly <laughs> don't because uh, uh, while Bill Belichick's alive, I think it'll be consistent, and then I, I think everybody knows it's it's probably going to go um, down the line. And uh, it's not going to go elsewhere. You know, you're not going to get an outside hire in. So I just think that it'll keep going. And I think even if Belichick retires, I think he'll stay on in some some kind of advisory role. I think he'll die before he retires. Yeah, he seems like one of the people that he wouldn't have anything to do if he didn't have football, does he? I say, I mean, look at Dante. He's he retired and he thought, do you know what? I'm bored. I'll come back. Yeah. This offensive line could do with a go. It is sort of at that point where it's, I don't want it to end, but it is quite interesting to see what like the next stage is, isn't it? Yeah. But... Well, well, you came in before they got good. I don't want to be around when they go bad. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> Just... Some of these teams, we don't want to be that. Well, I guess the Giants have never been as good, but, you know, don't want to be what the Giants are right now, do we? That's it. Some failed dynasty. I mean, I don't know why I picked the Giants there when we're about to play them. That was a really bad choice. <laughs> want to go for the Redskins or something, but, you know. Forget that. <laughs> I might edit that out, or I won't. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's going. Well, and and uh, if if we're not at the highest highs that we are now, I still think we'll always be a contender. Yeah. I, I I can't see the Patriots just bombing down the the league. No, I think they just do stuff too smartly, don't they? To just completely yeah. die out, and you know, we saw when Brady was out for a few games that they can still win. And you know, maybe maybe this defense that they're building is. Building something for the future, but we'll see. Yeah, we get there. Quite, young. quite young. Yeah, well, that's uh, the questions. Thanks for them. Always enjoy them coming in. Keeps things a bit different. Uh, but we might as well move on to Thursday night football and uh, the game with the Giants. Um, well, first up, I think the obvious place to start is Daniel Jones. Um, well, yeah, I was really hoping for Eli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt like this was the game that would have seen him lose a job when uh, the schedule came out. Which yeah, would have, been, would have been lovely to see. I, I go sorry. So no, you go for it. Go for it. Well, say as I say about Jones, I think I think there's a quite a lot of hype after the first couple of games. But he looked more a lot more ordinary this week, didn't he? Uh, he struggled a bit against that decent Vikings defense. Do you think that, or what sort of threat do you think he does pose? Do you think we'll handle him quite easily, or do you think it'll be a bit of a tough task? I'm nervous to say. But I, I think the main thing is that we just don't know enough about him. I don't think anybody does, including the Giants. I think the only reason they've got him in is because he's not Eli. <laughs> yeah. And they think, you know what, we've had enough. We've, you know, it, It's now time to say goodbye, Eli, so we're just going to put in whoever's up next. I don't think it was necessarily that you know, Daniel Jones is the answer for the future. But that said, there's just not enough on him. There's not enough game tape. There's not enough of him to see what he's going to do and you never know he might come out of the blocks against us but again I just think he's he's a he's an average quarterback and that might come back to bite me but I, I think a big Thursday night game this defence is going to be up for it aren't they and I think they uh, could cause them some problems that, that, that's exactly it I mean number one rank are we, are we number one ranked defence in the league right now uh, it's one or two it, I, I can't remember at one stage I looked on Sunday and it was one, but I don't know if the Bears or anything have overtaken us. I guess not after their game. I'm not sure who's number one, but we're definitely one or two. Number one in our hearts anyway, but yeah, they, uh, I, I, yeah I think they're going to play with them. Um, but, yeah, 
you n- you never know against the Giants. You just never know. But I've got a vested interest because I've got some friends who are big uh, Giants fans, and I'm just really hoping that <laughs> that I don't have to put up with them for <laughs> for the whole year after the game. It is weird, them Super Bowls. It has made it almost like a derby game, hasn't it? It's uh, Yeah, it's a weird rivalry uh, that the Patriots and Giants have got now. That's it. And it, it's kind of sad that Eli's not part of it because it kind of takes that edge off it a bit. But uh, still, it's just it's just that team that you just want to see lose. <laughs> It'd have been so fun to see him get benched after like, a quarter or something on Thursday Night Football, wouldn't it? Oh, bless him. I feel uh, respect to the guy for st- staying on and, yeah. and co- coaching uh, Jones, but... Yeah, I'd, fair play, fair play to him. It was it wasn't really his fault they kept him on too long, really, was it? That's it. I mean, he, he should have he should have ducked out gracefully, but fair play to him for staying on. Well, I mean, the main star for the Giants is obviously Saquon Barkley, but it looks like he's not going to play. But I think he's still questionable. But it seems unlikely at this stage. And uh, Wayne Gorman went out of a concussion, so I mean, is that going to put even more pressure on Daniel Jones without much of a run game there as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what their weapons are. You just look and you just think, what are they going to do? It's basically Evan Ingram and not a lot else at the moment, isn't it? I guess Golden Tate's back, isn't he? But there's not tons and tons there. But you look at our our uh, our past defense; it's been epic. And so, what 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 do they do? Yeah, I mean, it's... you hope they don't find us out. But you just think, if you were them, what what would you be planning? Yeah, it's. I mean, there's not a lot for the Patriots' defence to be worried about, which I think means they can just go to town and do whatever they want, basically, and they're going to be... You hope so. You hope so. You hope they just ragdoll them, but you you just can never... I mean, look at at the Redskins this week. You you let your guard down for one second, and all of a sudden there's seven points on the board. I think that's a bit of what that first half was in that game, a bit of of complacency, and maybe it'll help with this one. yeah, you, you you kind of like seeing that kind of stuff because it yeah. wakes you up and you think, oh, hang on a minute, we've got to show a bit of respect here and actually try and beat this team, not not just expect we're going to win. So you like that kind of stuff. And I think Belichick loves loves it when that happens secretly because he thinks, right, there you go. That's proved my yeah. point. That's, that's practice next week, isn't it? That's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's 12 runs up the hill. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the offense has struggled a little bit, I guess, but they've not been terrible or anything, but just not quite... Uh... Up to heights, but this week feels like a week when they should really get right. The Giants' defense is ranked 30th overall, and they're giving up 280 yards through the air and 130 yards rushing every game. So, I mean, you'd, you'd hope that they can get something going on Thursday. Yeah, I hope so. And I think, I mean, I don't know what the situation is with Dorsett because uh, he went off injured, yeah. didn't he? But Brady, uh, not Brady, Edelman's been playing with an injury, and you just think, oh, just you don't want it anymore because you need you need to get people in there, getting a bit of consistency going. I think the good thing after this game is we don't play till like Monday night football next week. So it's a basically like a a sneaky little buy we've got here, isn't it? Yeah, it gives people a bit of time to get get recovered, get some uh, get some repairs done. But um, yeah, yeah, you just you just never you never know what's going to happen in a game. So you just want to keep people. I mean, you, you could throw Adelman in in every snap, and then you know he gets injured and he's out for the season. You just think, oh, okay. Why did we need to beat the Giants that much yeah. in week six? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, well, getting on to predictions, I might as well go there now. Um, so, I do think what you say there. I do think that it will be a bit closer than people think, just because I don't think the Patriots are going to try and do too much. I think they'll win the game and 
not go crazy with it, especially on offense. But mm. I mean, what what do you think? What how do you think this game's going to go? I think it's going to be twenty-one to fourteen. No, no, uh, twenty-one to thirteen. What, I'm missing they're they're going to they're going to miss one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Collins is going to jump it. I think, I think you got the missed extra point on the wrong side the way it's going lately. But, uh... No, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding wood here. I'm touching, I'm touching the table. No, I think we're going to be perfect for kicks next week because Belichick's going to have stared him down all the way down that tunnel. I, I, I do agree with you. I do think it's going to be a bit closer. I think the spread on the game is about 14, 15 points again or something like that, which it seems like every week. But I don't think it's going to be that big of a score. Yeah, I just think... Yeah, I think it's going to be do enough. It's going to be one of them games. The offense isn't going to look too great, I don't think, because I think they're just not really going to. Sh- I, feel, I feel like it's a bit of that thing where they're not really showing too much at the moment, and they got a lot of tricks stored. Well, that's up. it. You don't, want to, you don't want to use all of your playoff yeah. plays on week six, which is what Andy uh, Reid does every year, isn't it? Yeah, and then then Belichick's just there, like, oh, lovely. I'll yeah. note that one down. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah. I definitely think there's more, a lot more to come from this offense if it's needed down the line. Yeah, I mean, it does seem pretty formulaic at the minute. It's pretty basic. There's not been you know a huge amount of trick plays or anything like that. It's just been just doing the basics because they always say Patriots use September as an extension of the preseason. Well, now we're in, into October. It's you know it's, the season begins. Yeah, I think it's been quite a nice way to start the season with a pretty easy schedule, hasn't it? But yeah, it's been a nice run up to some well, sort of tougher games. I guess the Giants, the Jets to come isn't uh, isn't the toughest run in the world either, but. You know, so, what, so what are you going for the score? I think it's going to be close and, you know, maybe when they get desperate at the end they might throw a pick six or something like that. But I think Oof. it's something like 27, 27, 10. But I think it's going to look a lot closer than that for like three quarters. Right, you know? okay. I think, you know, as they get desperate and try and score some, I think Daniel Jones throws up a few, uh, few interceptable balls and I think he's got a few picks in him. But yeah, I think uh, 27... 14 feels about right to me. I mean, right. who, who do you think I, the key I, players are? Sorry. Oh, go on. Sorry. Well, I'm just going to say also, I think Carl Van Noy is going to get two sacks. Nice. Is it? Yeah, I, I can definitely see that one. I, I feel like this is going to be one of those games where, they, like, if you're playing fantasy, I think the Patriots defense is going to put up a lot of points. I think, they, I think yeah. they're going to cause some trouble all all game long. I mean, is he your key player for the game, though, Van Noy? Well, I think if. If we're looking at it, it looks like they are probably going to have to play their passing game. So I think it's going to be down to whether or not Gilmore is on on form. Uh, And if he is, then he's going to be one of the key players. Well, he's going to be a key player whether or not he's good. But I think think he'll he'll either have a blinder or a terrible game. And uh, I hope it's a blinder. But I think he'll, he'll be good. And I think he'll be called into action a lot. I also think both the McCourtney's will be brought into action a lot and uh, may even keep that streak alive. Um, but I, I think Hightower and Van Noy are going to have a, an absolute belter of a game. Yeah, I think we might even see like Chase Winovich get a few more snaps this week as well. And Yeah, he's been sneaking them through the centre, hasn't he? He's been running yeah. right down the throat and getting those sacks. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they gave up a few at the weekend. I can't remember when they gave up now, the Giants. But yeah, I feel like we can uh, definitely get to Daniel Jones. And, yeah, maybe mm. we will get to Eli if we can uh, get to him enough. <laughs> yeah, if he comes on as the replacement, that would be the perfect game. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that just really seal it for me. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. And you know, I, I, I have to um, I cover Thursday night football for Betfair at the moment. So you know, I'm right. glad to have the Patriots finally to write about and 
you know, it's not, not quite as interesting as the last couple of Thursday night games, but, you know, it's nice to have your team on these games. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. That's, uh, I guess that's the end of the show, really. Um, have you got anything you want to plug, like a Twitter you want to shout out or Instagram? Not really. Just just go Pats. Yeah, nice. I like that. Well, you can follow us uh, at PatriotsUK underscore, and um, the main one is First Intent underscore. For some reason, they've got lots of underscores in them, but, you know, go and follow them and... You know, if you want to do this sort of thing, we're trying to get uh, more and more podcasts started. So, you know, get in touch with us. And yeah, all the details are on there. You'll find them. But yeah, that's it for this week. Um, next week, we'll be back with a review of this game and a look ahead to the Jets on Monday Night Football. A couple of uh, primetime games for the Patriots. But say, so, thanks again for coming on. And yeah, I'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah, it'd be great. Awesome. Thanks well, for having me. No problem at all. Well, that's, that's it. So I'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.